Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris. <laughs> Welcome to Doggy Sweeties. <laughs> We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and a docu series. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which can be just suddenly balloons, very mm-hmm. cel- celebratory, very exciting, mm-hmm. multicolored, you know, like catches, catches me off guard, throws me for a loop. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet, like balloons suddenly happening in the middle of our mm-hmm. promo. Mm-hmm. So, hi, how are you? We're super excited to bring you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> something special in that it's a... A new show, but also an old show. How do we do it? It's a new, it's a new old show. It's like the first time that we're going to do because this is weird, but they this is the life we are in now. Mm-hmm, season mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. of a docu-series about one subject that is on a streaming service. This is weird to say, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if you know. So this is season two. I don't know why I'm saying it this way, of Curious Case of Natalia Grace, Episode 1, Age, Rage, and the Big Lie. And I am now going to have to apologize for the entire first season where I kept calling her Natalie. Natalie Grace, I called her Natalie the entire time to the point where every time they called her Natalia, I was like, why the fuck didn't I say her name that way the entire But Anyway, Natalia Grace. So here we are. Okay. Uh, yeah, you owe the entire world a big apology for calling her Natalie as opposed to Natalia. Um, no, you don't. I mean, that's that is the English version of you know, like N- Natalie from Single Life, who married Moink from Scream. Uh, her name is Natalie in the U.S., but her mama calls her Natalia. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. And so she it is what it is. Her mom. And that's how they talk. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, You're Okay. Listen, I feel bad, but we don't, this whole documentary has been like, well, who is right? Who's wrong? And who she feel bad for? And who's crazy? So it's like, that's all happening. And it's crazy because they have everyone's likeness that everyone's being used. You're like, well, who's being taken advantage of and how much are they getting paid for this? And, and also what is their stake in it? That's how I want to say this, because this would feel, this feels incredibly exploitive of her. It has the entire time. The first full first season was making her out to be a goddamn monster. And now this whole season is supposed to be her redemption. But it still feels like, oh, well, then what's your hand in this? Do you get money from this? Literally, how much money are you getting from this? Because if you're getting like one cent, this is not right. But mm-hmm. it starts off on the footage of the last season and its impact on the world and pop culture and social media and people like us. So what they did is they had the audacity nerve to open the fucking docu-series with Goal. a bunch of people reacting. Mm-hmm. 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 And none of those people are us. None. Look at us. Rude. Could you imagine I mean, using this footage right now? We're adorable. We're in matching PJ's look at us with such great opinions. Didn't use any of them for this document. Fuck you. And also, I, are they even real? And my my thought was, did you just get actors to have these, like, you know, two camera, like, looking like they are commentators? Because I don't even trust your producers to do a moment of research to find people. It was so I really, rude. And we'd reach out to them and try and get their yeah. releases. I don't, I don't believe it. 
Absolutely. Chris, let me just tell you. Tell me everything. We we were at the forefront. I know. We were waiting for this to come out. We didn't hear it. We weren't like, ooh. We were waiting for this to come out. So that person that they had on TikTok, do we have to do it on TikTok? Screw you, ID. It was like, it was wild that they got all of that social media footage and none of it was either Chris nor I. (laughs) I'm sorry. Not even a sound bout. It was wild. It was wild for me to see that with my own eyeballs. I know. And I will tell you this right now. Now, this is the God's honest truth. Tell us. You guys know. The truth, nothing but that the we truth. don't uh-huh, that we don't get paid by no by no media Absolutely giant not. by not one show we got we get nothing we are independent we are mm-hmm. your independence day with will smith we are mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. getting paid by anyone that ever which is why i'll get everyone's name wrong all the goddamn time because no mm-hmm. one's paying me to do this except my own like will and mm-hmm. know this obviously if you are someone who wants to pay us i will get every name right i will spell it i will i mean i will just like i will wear whatever you, you want me to wear like it, no way I, mm-hmm. I will do it i will do whatever god bless but no mm-hmm. one has your whole this is this is obviously independent this is why you as a listener know that you're getting a straight shoot opinion from someone who is not going to ever be biased and every time you hear me make a mistake that's a little gift to you that i'm not getting paid Exactly. Anyway, having said that, from the hips, yes, honey. But yeah, that was hard. That was hard. It's the pill to swallow, and you take it away because I got to recover from that. I hated that opening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, there's a bunch. It was just crazy. So, um, we have an image of the stepmom who talks about that moment when they're in the. Uh, courtroom and the moment that Michael doesn't get, you know, he's not found not guilty. And he looks over at the stepmom with the black scent and Natalia, and he smirks at the outcome. And she says, I would have busted him in his face, but she doesn't say it like that because she's a God fearing woman. Now she's married to a Bishop, but she got 11 kids. Um, I just want you to know that. And one of them is Natalie Grace. Um, uh, this feels, yes. Chris, Chris wrote that this feels differently produced in season one. Uh, absolutely. Like it feels like a, a completely different group of producers, different graphics, like a different house. It feels like it was a different, it was cut on a different coast. I mean, yeah, it feels different. I was going to say, so when she says that about wanting to bust him in his face when he got acquitted, again, is this, I can do a little research. I'm going to ask you this. You might not know the answer. But remember how obviously season one, he had those like highfalutin lawyers. Mm-hmm. It's like those, he had, he had like that main, like it was like three, I think it was like three black American guy lawyers and those one still young white guy lawyers. Yeah. The one white guy was, yeah. And they were trying to like, be like, okay, well, first of all, I remember like there was like a scene where like, one thing is never call her a child and <laughs> just like always kind of phrase it as like, you mean that 16 year old human, you know, like they didn't want to ever, it, ugh, I I can't remember the exact morsel, but it was this horrible you're scene. You're adopted. Yeah. You're, oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And so in but that, do, you rem- what? do you also remember in that moment when he's like, I walked in, Natalia looked at me and I looked at her. And even though, 
There was nothing to show the emotion on her face. Um, but I knew that we could tell that when we looked at each other, that it was like, I understand you. He's disgusting. And I'm just like, no, you stupid fucking liar. Because you had her from age six to 11. And all you did was allow a crazy person to abuse her. And then therefore you were accomplice in the abuse. Six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. In the five years that you had her, y'all had her living by herself for two of those years. So fuck you and mm-hmm. fuck the chariot that you rode in on. Absolutely. So, yeah, fuck um, Michael Burnett. So we're going to, so we we go back into the world. Obviously, Natalia, Natalia has been living with the the stepmother that has a black scent, like, uh, like Wahama says. And then her father is, I mean, she has a, that woman is married to a, a, a black American preacher of yeah, a bishop, some kind of faith. Mm-hmm. I, you said bishop. And I, I guess I was questioning is like, bishop of what? Amant. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. I guess in my mind, I'm like too Catholic. In my mind, I'm like... Catholics yeah. have bishops. Are there bishops in other? This is bishop yes. in like a pro, like a Protestant. A Baptist. Bishop? There's there's bishops in ba- and Baptists. There's bishop. There's bishops in in other denominations too. Now where that is in the hierarchy, and if that means that you're you're bigger than a priest, girl, I don't know because TD Jakes <laughs> is a bishop. I don't know what that means. Some folks are bishops. Some folks are pastors. Some folks are deacons. Some folks are just preachers. Now, I don't know if that has to do with whether or not they went to accredited university. And so therefore they have the title of reverend or if they, if they didn't, or if they, they, you know, like maybe within the Catholic church, you join and then you go through like, I don't know, monastery or whatever. And then maybe you become, I don't know. Right. So maybe that's like one thing, but then there's other denominations and maybe they do it a little differently. Maybe you have to go through some kind of vocation um, and some kind of, you know, whatever. And maybe the folks that are in the LDS have to go to Brigham Young and then do something mm. through theology and then go, you know what I mean? So I think maybe certain denominations, do they have run districts things. like an archbishop and the archbishop of a Catholic you know, diocese runs like a, you know, it's like a over, he's like a, a man, like a man, regional manager kind of. So like, yeah, it's so like it, the management system of the church. So it was a, it is a bishop like a high upper. I think the Catholic church, I think the Catholic church, uh, is, is a organization worthy of the title organization and a patriarchal. I think it's literally the textbook of a patriarchal organization. Organization, yeah. Whereas I don't know if like Kojic or AME or if these other types of Christian denominations have, I know AME has like, it's pretty solid, but I don't know if your mom and pop little Baptist church down the road has that level of detail the way the Catholic church would have it. For sure the Catholic church has it and God says that as well to me through the ios he thumbs it up so like oh, <laughs> yeah yeah so like yeah so i'm right mm-hmm. no yeah no you're we're, you're right about everything but um so we're gonna so now we're gonna get a lot of them and then but there's also some old characters so now we get i mean the blonde news lady from season one her name is beth Karas, and again she almost gives me kind of like 
she is the news reporter in like a 90s movie or sitcom, you know, where she's a lawyer. On with the, with, she's an, I thought she was no, law news lawyer. lady. No, well, no. Okay. okay. She's, well. she, she's a lawyer. She's a like, uh, she's like she, an investigative whatever. Journalist, I thought. That's why. I, okay. But Remy, okay. I don't legal know what she does. Analyst, legal analyst. Yeah, She's so she gives analyst. investigative, yeah, so she can, but yeah, I think that because of that, she probably does financial, she writes for, you know, like stuff. So anyway, having said that, her energy is like really television worthy. I mean, it's like. And she also feels like she's producing this documentary some way because she she's been given the task of the through line. She really is the person that for season because you cannot hang your hat on Michael Barnett at all. He is the fucking nanas, and every scene you see of him, he looks completely different. Like from one year to the next, he looks like he has gone through like seven surgeries. You're like, I don't even know if that person's alive still. Is that a, is that the same person? I mean, she's the only one that you're like you're the you're you're you seem. Like you've woken up every day for the past couple of years with like sunlight, you know, like you just don't know. She's the only one, but she's very, you know, television-y and she's getting the no the news out. She's getting the third line out. And it's a lot of like, this is where it begins to be, where I say too much produced or a little schmaltzy in the production. Well, the verbiage she'll use and they'll use is like, then you won't believe what happened. And you're like, okay, all right, inside edition. Like, all right, a current affair. Just, you know what I'm saying? It's a little much. Where you're like, it's already fucking crazy. Like, you don't have to do so much. Which, by the way, is not to be tangential. A note as an actor I've been given my whole life. So if I give this woman this note, honey, it's just because I see my own faults. Like, I've been given that note. Like, you don't have to do so much. Like, it's already there in the text. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, because the story is crazy wildly crazy so if you give us even more schmaltz on top of it it's like i can't what do you want me to do i how okay. am i going to take it in yes i see you're what you're saying but Thank i you. do think that it's the same it's the same maybe it's a different producer but it's the same cameraman and it's the same <laughs> people roaming around maybe they just like nominated somebody else to step into the director's chair it's the same uh it's the same crew because this uh beth the legal analyst, she's in the same, she's sitting in the same spot. So they already got her number and they <laughs> cut her, wrong. they cut up her, her segments in a different way in this one. So I feel like it's a different director or something. Someone is in the cutting room. So a different editor, there's someone somewhere doing something a little different. So you're right. Um, but she's definitely more of a front player. It's less of Michael's anecdotal stories and, or, less of them poking a hole in Michael's story because they allowed Michael to be the narrative, uh, the narrator this for the first four episodes or of last season until the end where then they started poking holes in all of his stories. And let me tell you, they literally blow cannon holes through his story in this, at least the first two episodes of this season. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have uh, April 2023. Natalia's older. She walks um, to her wheelchair, which is like, you know, obviously set up and staged in the middle of this space so that we are able to see her walk in and her feet and see her disability. Uh, and she sits down. Um, she's wearing a dress. 
uh, and she's looking cute. And then they ask her, you know, like, how old are you? And some questions she's like, I wish I knew. And they're like, tell us about the story. And she's like, listen, this, my story is like a thousand piece puzzle. And I only have 300 pieces, which is such a very specific and poignant way of placing this because it gives the viewer a visual of like how her life is and what she's been dealing with. So she immediately starts talking about how the Barnett's kind of picked up her story from the movie Orphan, how she's from another country um and how her age is different and like certain plots from that movie that they have attached to her um and by the way mm -mm. i've never seen that movie yeah i certain tropes of horror i cannot watch i watched the bad seed growing up and it forever scarred me to watch little children be like psychopaths i can't watch little children be psychopaths um so i love it that's so funny we 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 jump back to cynthia mann who is her stepmother who had 11 children um and cynthia mann says that uh natalia is a light and a joy to the family um she we find out that she's now in the super christian family um there's lots of kids there's lots of hugs in fact they like unleash the gates and let these children just come upon her and give her hugs and kisses. And it's a really weird and unnecessary scene that just made me go, Jeremy's kiss, Jeremy's too many children. Because when I saw Cynthia Mann folding up all them fucking clothes, just gave me anxiety. It's too much. Yeah. It's like, you know, again, in season one, there were scenes where it's almost okay. In season one, they had accused Natalia of, being inappropriate with children, being a and or being older than she and playing young and kind of playing with kids like a bunch of crazy shit, you know, which is horrible, which is why this feels crazy. So now she's to see her in this thing and a bunch of kids are running towards her. It's like they want to showcase how loving and that she's not this way. So but yeah, it's still none of it is still like, oh, I get. I, what a fun thing to watch I, I, every moment of it's kind of like oh sh yeah it is very much that so then we go to beth who is the the legal analyst and she's like this i've dealt with a lot of cases that have a lot of twists and turns and mayhem she's like this case lots of mayhem just like just like so much mayhem um then we go to the police officer who was first kind of tipped off that something might be different about natalie grace because this is when natalie grace was in like shithole lafayette indiana where um christine dropped her off on the second floor where she'd be by herself and nobody cared about her um and this is where cynthia man first saw her kind of just roaming the streets by herself she was going to an adult learning center and the people at the adult learning center were like she's not an adult like she's acting like a child um mm -hmm. and so this officer was called out and was like hey you know how old are you they noticed that her backpack was bigger than her and she they're like you know do you feel 22 and she's like no i don't um and then we cut to her just talking about the fact that the only reason why she ever said she was 22 and you know she regrets it was because christine made her say she was 22 years old mm -hmm. and that was her mother at the time and so that's why she said she was 22. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm, um, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, this is one other thing is that so far I haven't watched all these new four episodes and obviously Christine was talked about in season one. We've never talked to Christine ever. And so it's hard sometimes to, 
just have someone be like villainized and or said crazy things and then just never hear from them. You know, with again, season one of Christine, Michael had showed us like a bunch of racy photos and stuff like that. People had accused Christine of trying to sell Natalia to them sexually. There's like Christine is going and, and obviously Natalia is going to accuse Christine of really horrible shit too. It's just, and we'll never hear from that person. All we'll see is pictures. So, and or unless they're saving it for the end of uh, episode four. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now, listeners. If you are in the social media world, they have been teasing something Bananaramas happening at this end of season four. The one thing they wanted to like at first tease us is, well, we're going to have a DNA thing to see how old Natalia actually is or whatever. And so like one, I guess little tidbit is like, well, how old is she actually is? We'll talk about that is. And then because we know that part. And then at the end, there is something we don't know yet. I don't know yet, at least because we haven't watched it. So you, you might know. You said season four. You mean episode four? Yes. Yes, okay. I do. Episode four, season two. And I just am saying this because just now I said there's no Christine. And what if she is? You'll know that if that if I'm wrong, it's because I don't know that yet. Anyway, I'm not or anything. OK, so basically the sheriff is talking to his friend. He's like, uh, have you ever had someone look and sound like that and pretend to be like old like that doesn't make any sense this person is young it's interesting in this documentary people will vacillate back and forth between being like no i swear to god she's like sounded super mature and then people will be like it was obviously a baby like it's crazy like and it actually goes to show you how fucked up perception is and how many different stories and narratives can happen from one present moment just based on how people take in things. Now with Natalia, we're dealing also with someone who the, the sight of this person isn't as like hard pinned as being a certain age because she has different bodies than, than, uh, than when we're always seeing around. Um, anyway, so the sheriff, you know, having, having had this or whatever, like uh, bring, bringing this to his attention, you know, it starts a chain of of events for well, it, it's been okay, I'm sorry. It it in it insta instigates? No. Not insinuates. Uh, it, it ignites. I'm gonna say ignites. ignites. Yeah. It ignites um the next part of the, the final like part of her of getting them out of uh, the Barnett's care. Because remember up until this, there had been like child protective services that had like followed Natalia up to her being here but like for some reason it hadn't gotten anywhere she had already been in another neighboring town where like people would or a neighboring village apartment complex that people were already weirded out like she had been moved here yeah I mean but yes but also remember the the neighbors across the street who were like annoyed with her and would hide from her yes and now we realize that she was like fucking eight years old and just needed some friends and 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 it's it breaks my heart and i can only imagine that once they watch this and realize that the person that was bothering them and the person that they all thought was so malicious and was doing all this stuff and was actually a child who was just left to their own devices at like seven or eight years old or like not eight or nine years old and then they were annoyed by this person because they thought that they were just like being a user or whatever, but they were just incredibly lonely and by themselves and their parent had abandoned them. Also. Abuse them. Christina abused, abused her. Pepper spray. So we find out about the pepper spray. We, we find out that she sprayed her with pepper spray and like 
that Michael didn't do anything to stop it. And that even Michael's story about the fact that they had no idea where she came from, they'd never met the Chaconis, is a lie. Um, and uh, it's just like, it, I mean, it's just the saddest story of somebody who had so much happen to them in five years. Um, it's crazy. So like, she she blows it out of the water. Michael lied. Beth, the lawyer, was like, yeah, we don't know why Michael lied about that. Um, we find out that Christine immediately, once she realized that, I don't know, whatever it is that she wanted Natalia to do, wasn't doing it. And then so started this campaign about like, oh, don't you think she's a little, isn't she older? Like immediately kind of started this campaign of like setting doubt in people's minds, like around her regarding Natalia Grace. Um yeah. One big question is like they make it seem like Christine becomes obsessed with the idea that she is older. And I she has direct proof. I mean, it's just like I can't tell at first. I'm like, is this a psychopath that just like told herself a delusional thing and then won't let the truth, you know, derail her belief, you know, like, or is this a manipulative person that decided this is the one way to get out of her responsibility i mean it's it's so weird also why didn't so then we we also end up finding that the chaconis who were her first adoptive parents when she came to the u.s who took her from ukraine or adopted her from a ukraine orphanage they had been like courting three different little people families to be able to take natalia and it all seemed kind of shady but like above ground or whatever because they were like well well why does it cost so much and like why are you trying to come to us like just because she's a little person like why don't you take her like what's going on so there was already a, that I, and i can only imagine what maybe little couple little people couples have to go, deal with with people who don't want little you know i don't know there must be something nefarious going on with that to where they were even suspicious to begin with but it turns out that this family wanted to adopt natalia that this family had spent holidays with Natalia and Natalia was, was really happy and used to them. But then something happened with the Chaconis where they thought that this family had called the police on them. And so then they like decided that, well, we're not going to let you fucking adopt her. So fuck you. And they stopped the adoption for her to go with this family who's perfect for her who they had already put so much time and energy into and then decided to just give her or let her be adopted by the Barnetts. And it's just you're, like, you're an asshole. There's so much weirdness about this. A, when she was with the Draconi, she got there. She was so excited. She had a like, pink room. She was like, this is it. They have kids. She's like, this is great. She's playing with a kid one day and she hurts the kid. The kids, the kid's crying and the dad comes in and the cat and the dad like yells at her. She's a child too. And then she's like, I hate you. And then from that moment, she's like, he never like forgave me or he was weird for me or he just like, he, he just didn't, he wasn't able as a parent or as, a, as an adult to like rub that or like to have that not be a thing and then treated her weirdly because of it and I guess it festered in such a way that yeah so again as Wahama said they had interviewed this other couple and the other couple had a child and that child I think was named Mariah and she just loved the, the daughters like loved each other it's like her and Natalia had played they had hung out multiple times so now when the Barnetts come in the Barnetts meet her once the day they bring her home 
Yeah. Like the disparity in how the other family had like learned and like come and to understand Natalia and they're a little family all the way. God bless. And Natalia of course has, has a little person-ness about her. And so the Barnett's are not a little, not little, you know, like maybe little in morale, like more morality, you know, but like you would think that they would need some time to also yeah, adopt anyone, just come to grips with that. And then I feel bad because Natalia seems to say, I wish I had given that more time. And I want to be like, did Natalia have a choice? No. Was Natalia just like a little orphan Annie? Just like anyone they'll bring me home, I'm happy about it. And so she just had to. So anyway, this is another crazy situation. So then they take her home, right? They go to Disney World like two weeks later they fucking see the Jaconis. She's like, oh my God, there's my mom. And Christine's like, that's not your mom. I'm your mother now. Like just that fucking, I'm the captain now. Yeah. And the it's night, like, yeah. how are they even at Disney World at the same time? Disney World is big, no? So how do you run into them? Did they set some shit up? Were they exchanging monies? Like what's going on? Have you ever been to Disney World? I haven't, but Disneyland is big enough for me. Disneyland is very small to me. Disney World is huge to me. I've only been to Disney World once when I was very, very young. Disneyland feels like a, like a, I mean, I've been there too many times. I was like, I feel like I would, I've been to Disneyland where I've seen, I've seen people all the time at Disneyland. Anyway, let's just wait, me. wait, you, but when you, okay, go ahead. I don't know. I'm a bad person to ask. Um, but anyway, God bless. Yeah. So you're right. That that is a great question though, because like it is. It, I think that Disney World is huge. There's like Epcot Center. There's like all the other things. But yeah, I think that it's hard to see anyone. You're actually right. Okay. So that also happens, and then that night, supposedly, is the night of fucking pubic hair. So season one, we had this story, and then now we're gonna hear it again, which is basically. You know, Christine's bathing her new, you know, adopted daughter, baby daughter, you know, after a day run around Disneyland with the churro fingers. I mean, I don't know. Disney World. I mean, I'm assuming Disney World has all the yummy things that Disneyland has, like churros, you know, sticky fingers, you know, like popcorn in the thing. And then as she takes the little panties down, she sees pubic hair. Now, she makes it seem, you know, like Christine and Michael of season one made it seem like they took off this baby's diaper and there was 70s full porn bush hair, you know, and we were like, you know, and like literally the, the, the hair, the pubes like came at her and like Christine had to like, you know, like get a fucking chainsaw and then whack it away to get at the yeah. baby. Like that's what they made it seem like. Yeah. And she was like, Michael, <laughs> Michael comes in and is like, Michael comes in I can't open the door. It's too much hair. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, my, yeah. My, my, yeah. 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 And, it, and then Christine is like, and then Michael's like, and then they're like together. And it, it, I mean, and so, but she's like, I don't even remember it. She's like, I don't remember him coming in. And like, maybe I did have it like, but girls get it. I don't even remember it until I was like nine and some girls get it. And you know, it happens. And it's just like crazy that that is like the, what she remembers from this time that is really settling. I this is the beginning of the, she's an adult conversation for at least Michael's perspective when he tells the story um so then we see pictures from the family who she got really close with the the little people family the chaconis didn't uh let adopt her and we see that her teeth she loses her teeth like normal little children do and um christine when her teeth actually falls out christine accuses her of just like 
being some kind of super person at that age, be it not, be it six, seven, or 22, of pulling a tooth out in order to, I don't know, prove some kind of point, prove that she's yeah. a child. And so she's like, I didn't pull my tooth out. And she's like, yes, you did. And I'm thinking of myself, like, as a 22-year-old, like, with pliers, trying to, like, with a, a person with a, with a hand that is dexterous, and we know that Natalie Grace's hand isn't isn't dexterous. Pulling a tooth out. It's crazy. It's crazy what she's done. Um, and so then we have uh this Jackie Starbucks saying that she's she's a prosecuting attorney. Sorry, um and when name. she said her name was Starbuck, I was like, girl, oh, poor you. Poor you. Uh yeah, but anyways, she name. said, Yeah, she said I mean, that, unless uh, you are the Starbuck family, you're just making so much money. I mean, like the Waltons, but like even Waltons don't go by, you know, Walmart. So she she says that she promises. Sorry, she says that she promises a bunch of truths that we haven't heard. Uh, we haven't heard them yet. Uh, and so then they we find out there's a, <laughs> there, there's a lie about the adoption agency. They you lie know, about like, not having any medical that's records. That's the point. I'm sorry. Yes, it annoys me when she says that because I'm like, bitch. We have a lot of drama and spectacle here. You don't have to like give us like sensational dialogue. Like you don't need to make this more sensational. It gives me pause to respect this documentary and or make me feel happy in covering it if you're trying to sensationalize something that is already crazy okay sorry go on yeah um but the craziest thing for me is that in season one it was like how old is she we don't know oh my god we don't know there's no tests in the world this modern medicine of 2020 fucking whatever we can't tell how old somebody is i mean sure we can tell how old that fucking fossil in africa is we can tell that there are about 2000 million bc whatever blah 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 but we can't tell how much an alive person is right now that had some kind of documentation we don't have any way of telling cut to this dentist mm -hmm. this dentist that christine took natalia to and says hey how old is she like can you tell by the dentist's record he's like absolutely i can uh adult teeth look different than baby teeth so let me uh sit right here and let's take some uh x-rays and so he does he tells uh christine this is a un bebe she has all of her adult teeth still in here hanging out ready to come out don't you trip this person is uh eight or nine years old this is a child and christine goes oh thank you so much Thank you so much yep. as she rips up that document that says how old that person is, throws it into the fire and then continues yep. her narrative that she does not know how old Natalie Grace is. And then when the producers tell that doctor, they're like, oh, did you know that um, after you spoke with Christine, like a week later, she went and had her reaged?" And they're like, he's like, oh, to what? Uh, to 22. <laughs> he's like what christine they, so this is why we're like christine what the fuck because yeah she rips it up marches over to that nosy neighbor from season one not like yeah okay again there is the investigative journalist woman financial whatever legal analyst that is one person and there's also was the nosy neighbor there's the nosy neighbor that knew something was up but didn't want to deal with anything as opposed to the old lady neighbor who was just like i you can't you have to 
lock your screen door now, you know, like, but the, there was the other nosy neighbor and she is the one that was like, yeah, you know, Christine said that she didn't have any baby teeth. So. Yeah. So Christine in cognizance was like, at, okay, again, whether this person is a delusional, like space aliens are coming down to get her and she's like, she's a, she's an old person even like and doesn't understand that a human doctor told her that i think that's hard to believe because again christine already had three kids so she's been seeing little boys which happens the same as little girls lose teeth all day long and he she knows what baby teeth look like you know like and by the way yeah sometimes teeth when they come out have the root attached or whatever and some don't like i don't know if it's like your two your ones in the front don't or the bottom ones do like so one thing that Christine tried to like accuse Natalia of, of being like, no, you did rip it out of your mouth because there's a root attached. It's like, it, it it's crazy to me that, to think that she doesn't understand that there's variants in human bodies, especially if she decided to like, you know, adopt a, um, a baby that like has some variants in human bodies. And so like, it's crazy to me that she wouldn't understand that like, oh, pubes can happen differently on people. Like, you know, like boobs happen differently on people, you know, like. So Stop hormone- trying to put yourself in the brain of a crazy person. I, yeah, well, her name is this Christine. Is, this is, okay, you're right. Oh, hey. So, you know, people in Christine, this world. Christine, Christine. Sorry, it's wrong. Really no, that's fine. People in this world, as I said, um, there are people who are named certain things for different reasons. And. Um, I'm going to start taking stock and note of the Christines that I come across in my life to see if there is a pattern, just like there might be a pattern for anybody named Earl. Well, all right. Well, then I really can't <laughs> wait to find all the many different Wahamas and be able to really judge you all together. You know, like, and you better, I'll tell you right now, you better be the better ones. Like, if you, by the way, if I meet a bunch of you guys and you're a shitty one, I'm going to be really no, it's, it's only It's only me and a plant. As far as I know, Aww. if someone has decided to name their child Wahima, um, let me hit me up. Let's talk about it. Let me tell you <laughs> yeah. the origins of the name. If you're not Garifuna. Anyway, so you guys, that's the end of this episode. Um, we we end on uh true den- what is true dynamics and oh yeah, no, let's yeah. So this is what I mean. Let me let me tell you the end of the episode. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> basically what happens is after Again, this dentist is like this bitch was six to eight or whatever's not eight. eight. She he he's like I think she's I don't know, let's just say like somewhere between six and nine. I forgot whatever he at that moment. The producers of this docu series, I feel like, were like you know what? Also, we can do we can probably get a bunch of money from some dumb company, and then at the end of episode one, have another like DNA test and make sure that we like age her in the present. So they keep showing us that there's a company called True Diagnostics. And what Natalia does is she gets her dad now to prick her like what you do like for diabetes testing, a little drop of blood on, you know, a piece of paper that they're then bring to the diagnostic center. And I'd be like, why don't you just do it there? Okay, but this is because you want to show us you can do a home kit. Okay, God bless. A different, okay. Mm-hmm. So then they do it, right? And then that that the, every outside B shot of the building, it all says the name. That's why I'm yeah. like, you fucking got $100,000 for this? Like, it, this docuseries, again, is on ID. So it's made for nothing. Like, again, we're deciding to do episode one of this docuseries, I guess, as opposed to Gypsy Rose, which probably is probably... 
better and bigger. But anyway, um, we'll do it all for you. Maybe we'll see. Anyway, God bless. So basically, at this True Diagnostics, it's uh, Natalia, it's her dad, and it's revealed that she now is like either 22 or 20, you know, some something like that or whatever. And she cries with her dad, her dad and her cry you know, because of the, of the abuse and the horribleness that she's had to endure. And it's, and there obviously is truth there. Like she obviously had to endure horribleness. And I will say that at this moment, I can hang my hat on the fact that Michael Barnett should be in prison for the rest of his life. Oh. And I'm not saying Christine shouldn't, but I need to, I need to like, I need something else. Like I haven't been privy to a court case or I don't, haven't heard her story yet. You know? Yeah. Know. Yeah. Michael Barnett, definitely for the gall, the audacity. Well, the performance. I mean, if, if it wasn't even if it wasn't even Natalia Grace, like if we took her out of this complete, if he was just a man roaming this earth, even the energy that he displayed in season one, if it was about anything else, he should go to prison for like what I had to watch, yeah. which is a crazy fucking banshee man. I mm -hmm. mean, like lie through his teeth about whatever mm -hmm. it is and then put on like a one man show. And I was doing a one person show at that time. And I can't even tell you how scarring it was. I couldn't even do my show. I'd like literally had a second guess if I should go on stage because I'm like, I can't just like go out in this world of this man's doing this too. I can't be in the same world. I can't even be on the same earth. It's very hard for me. You know, like he is. I said, Natalia, we have to get out of here. And I said, Christine, what you're doing is wrong. I swear on my son's life that I had nothing to do with this. Christine is an abuser. She abused me. She abused our sons. And she abused Natalia. I don't know. Thank I you. hate how Thank much. You. Why do you look so Thank much you. like him? It's like Thank they you. do this thing with your like I don't know. It's like your neck or something. That, I don't know why you think your neck. I don't know how you got your neck to look like him. I just wish you. Thank I mean, you. like I don't know how I'm gonna go to bed. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. Do you see his mutton chops? Oh, this man, the audacity, the mutton I, chops. Where is Christine? Where is she? What's I listen, I will. I'll do I mean, you know me. I'm going to have to do as much research as possible to find out where the fuck this bitch has been, you know? Like, I mean, is she just underneath in the phantom's lair just running around singing by herself somewhere? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you. Um, that is the end. Okay, thank you. Except well, except so for this. One thing is oh. One thing is this. I think that happened season I think you were talking about episode 2, but we are teased though at the top of this episode and it's going to then happen i think in episode 2 with the fact that we're going to have a Natalia Michael Barnett showdown oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like a western Anything else? No, that's it. I just in a couple weeks. Okay, so um, anything else? No, that's it. If you want to help your girls out, you will join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties at $10 a month. Yeah, if you can't do that, Chris will show you what you can do for free. Mm -mm -mm. I know what I do for free. Mm -hmm. But this is what you do. You, go to, you open your social medias. Go to... Uh, 
Instagram and type in at DocuSweeties and then go to TikTok and put at DocuSweeties and then put, uh, I don't know. If you, I don't know. Do you, Are you on X? No, don't go to there. Do, let's just get off of Twitter, shall we? I mean, I don't know. God bless. I don't understand how that... I don't, But okay. Facebook, there's a DocuSweeties podcast Facebook group. And, you know, listen, we are a small but mighty community. And we want we want you in. We want you in the ground floor, honey. Like, mm-hmm. this is a mm-hmm. this is our cult, MLM. We've talked about mm-hmm. that. And you mm-hmm. can, you know, just join us $10 a month and be on that mm-hmm. ground floor. That means mm-hmm. that we get peons underneath you. You start making money. Um, or, I mean, just kidding. No, you don't. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Give us five stars. You better. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs>